You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you. little computer issue there down at Tide 100.9 FM with our introduction, but uh, we'll get started. We've got a lot to get into today as uh, we're looking forward to uh, talking to NASCAR in Bryant-Denny Stadium and uh, also some other news and notes for you throughout the day. Tony Curry is going to join us as he normally does every single, uh, as far as the um, uh, on Fridays, he's with us on Fun Fridays and a lot of times with us on Tuesdays as well. So I uh, look forward to uh, spending time with Tony Curry coming up here from uh, Tony Curry Radio Network. we got Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. We are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf today. You'll absolutely love it at Top Golf and uh, enjoy it with family, friends, co workers. Get out to Top Golf of Birmingham. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks at Sunny King Ford. Also, also efforting Chris Lowe to join us uh, maybe a little bit later in the show or here in just a few minutes. So look forward to uh, hopefully having a chance to speak with him. Had a great article about Coach Saban, and it had to make people feel really good, uh, Matt and Lars, about uh, him being in Alabama. He said, look, Bill Young, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep uh, coaching, and this is my life. This is my home. I think people love to hear that as well, one of the quotes from Coach Saban with Chris Lowe yesterday. We have some other uh, audio we'll play for you from the press conference yesterday as well, and uh, some uh, news and notes from Brian Branch, some of his thoughts about the defense coming into this 2022 season. But guys, good afternoon. Happy Friday. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Um, do you guys remember that scene in Rocky where Mickey had Rocky chase a chicken? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I was doing with my dog on a block. And like I was leaping like Bobby Boucher trying to get Charlotte. Over the huddle? <laughs> and it was so pathetic that one of my neighbors finally came out 
And how do you solve the problem? He just brought his big dog out, and Charlotte just went right to the dog. Scoop the dog up? Scoop the dog up. Turn two. Yeah. Most exercise you've had in about six months? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think I have a dislocated <laughs> shoulder as well. <laughs> I wish I had a video. It was really pathetic. It was really pathetic. And oh, suddenly there's dogs are like, great, there's, though, aren't there's, they? There's like, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever go, why? There's, there's like never any traffic on my street, and the, yeah, there's, a, there's a parade of cars just like watching, and you know, it's probably filming. Look, there's that New York Times best selling author <laughs> chasing his dog around the neighborhood. In flip flops, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and he, can't, he can't turn in flip flops. No. Like, well, you can, you just fall. How you doing, Jay? Uh, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Got Andrew in the studio with us as well. Andrew! Yeah. And uh, so a lot going on uh, this weekend. And uh, also uh, look uh, forward to next week we get closer to game day. I can't believe we're a week away from a Friday before Alabama plays. we got Nebraska playing this weekend and uh, some other matchups around. So uh, look forward to that as college football gets underway. Hard to believe how fast the season has gone by. But uh, one of the quotes from that article with Chris Lowe, uh, he said, I sure plan to be here coaching at the end of the new Alabama contract. So a lot of great uh, comments from him, and uh, I know for Alabama fans, when they saw that contract come up, I got a lot of texts, a lot of calls. Hey, he's in for the next uh, ten years. I'm like, I'm telling you, I've been telling you that for a while that this guy's going nowhere uh, unless there's any kind of, you know, I guess real health issues, Matt. Uh, his stability and, and the way that he has uh, continued this program and, and the energy he's got at his age, and he'll be 71 coming up in uh, October, and uh, now you know, saying, look, you know, I, I plan to be here. Through the end, but I, I love that again the comment that, that he had. He said, "This is home." Well, and Lars made the point, and I think we've all observed it. Uh, Miss Terry has made it home, and then certainly the tragedy of the tornadoes mm-hmm. uh, really solidified his place in the community. And, and he's he's an Alabamian now. I mean, he still obviously refers to West Virginia as his home too. But um, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is Nick Saban, is the Saban family's home. But yo, you guys, I can't believe you buried the lead here. The lead is, all across America, Nick Saban sent a text. I did not know that. <laughs> he sent a text. He what? responded to a text. Wow. I, I, saw, I saw the uh, the, the thing he put up on TikTok with Aflac, which is not normal of Coach Saban. said, try to make me smile. Yeah. And at the very end, he's like, okay, you did it, or whatever, you know. I hadn't seen that. <laughs> but, I think uh, that's his first social media post ever. No, it was, it was Chris Lowe in, in that article. Actually, or, or yeah, one of them yeah, today. he, um, yeah, Chris Lowe in his story, um, uh, <laughs> he just tweeted this out. Yeah, Nick Saban admitted to me that he finally has broken down and sent a few text messages. Quote: They're one-liners or two-liners, not long. So I'm getting there. Technology-wise, I've made huge advantages. <laughs> advances, sorry. Advances. Even, even I know how to text. And he, but and, he and said then, he won't email. And, and, and then Chris, yeah, Chris asked, are you going to graduate to email? Nick yeah. said, no, absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty – oh, there's, there's another quote in that article, and let's give credit where it is. Is that on AL.com? It, 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 no, it's Chris oh, Lowe. It's Chris Lowe's. Uh, but, uh, ESPN, yeah. Oh, I guess uh, AL.com took part of it and took as their own. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so the Bleacher Report. Just, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> AL. Oh, so did Mike but, Florio probably. Oh, uh, you want to get on that? <laughs> yeah. Fun Friday, we can bash the heck out of him again. That's always been fun. Yeah. Oh, he must have done something to you. Yeah. Hope uh, it wasn't a cue stick. Not, <laughs> not like Lou Holt, right? Oh yeah. Wow. I thought I thought he was going to start throwing things around the studio yesterday. That's funny. For those that don't know, we had a discussion about. 
Lou Holtz did not treat me well in my uh, three or four or five interactions with him. That's it. On each occasion? Each occasion. He didn't rip up a newspaper and then bring it back out all folded and crisp? No. He remember, just, he, remember when no, he, he was just, on he was, you know, No, he was just rude. Huh? He was rude. You know. When uh, he was yeah, at Notre Dame? Yes. And then uh, the last time was it was at South Carolina. And he called me. Uh, his secretary had him call me. And he hung up. This really drives me crazy. When people hang up without saying goodbye, and I didn't say goodbye first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he just figured the conversation was over. I, I, that's just rude. You can, you, it, it is. You can throw the flag on me for bringing that up. I thought we hashed <laughs> this out yesterday. Evidently, <laughs> that wound has not healed. We're going to uh, be talking in a second, uh, Matt, to the uh, president of uh, Talladega. I know a good friend of yours that you yeah. spend a lot of time with. and. NASCAR at Bryant Denny Stadium. Um, I don't I don't know if you've had any prior conversation with him leading up to the interview and kind of what the impact is going to be. But I look forward to kind of hearing how they're going to use this to not just promote NASCAR but to promote Talladega, which is you know just right yeah. down the road. Yeah, it's 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 a perfect fit. Uh, I mean, the demographics aren't exact, but uh, they certainly over overlap a lot. As I said to y'all uh, earlier in the week, uh, Saturday nights in the fall at Talladega are about as fun as it gets with all the big screens and the barbecues and the football. And then during the day, of course, you're watching the races. So I do look forward to uh, hearing Brian's side. And, and you know, I really do want to know how much Talladega will be there. If it's just going to be NASCAR, it can't just be NASCAR. But they're using the big screen. They're sponsoring the drives, which is very appropriate. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And Brian's, uh, Brian's one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's one of those very, very humble guys. He, he's only the president of the largest track and fastest track in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. But he's just absolutely. Uh, and if he's you so go to a dinner party, yeah. he'd be the one standing over there, yeah. you know, just making conversations. Great guy. Nebraska's in Ireland. How do you like it? Uh, they're loving it, and uh, I'm really jealous of all my reporter friends in Nebraska because, uh, well, they got to Dublin a little bit early, mm-hmm. and um, they have uh, been showing pictures of, of having uh, Guinness in the morning for breakfast. And, uh, man, in, and Nebraska is staying a, in a hotel that it, 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 it's uh, – <laughs> Five star doesn't even do it justice. They're pl- they're staying um, uh, just at this immaculate place. But Jay, I, I did want to ask you this. Uh, so, uh, you know, jet lag is a real thing. We all know that. Um, Nebraska arrived on Monday, and Northwestern decided not to arrive until uh, late Wednesday. Hmm. So just in terms of body clock and I mean is it is it better to get to a uh destination early or or do you just want to get kind of maintain your regular schedule? No, I mean I think if you're going into that, that what is it 7 hours, 6 yeah. hours? Yeah, 7. Yeah, so yeah, I would think you'd want to get there and get that difference in time because it's going to be they're going to be playing in the morning our time, right? It'll be ten thirty our time, yeah. So, so four thirty-five yeah. their time, yeah, somewhere in there. Um, I would think as a coach, I'd want to get them there like a bowl game and say, "Look, I want to get because it's just a different surroundings, it's a different environment." So and they're, they're let doing, your team adjust to it. Yeah. Nebraska's doing cultural things, you know, going on different tours, and um, I, I think Northwestern is not doing that for whatever reason. Yeah. So Larry, like, the cable guy, 
is in yes is in double is he really can you see yeah. all the I'm players walking sure around with yeah. those shirts and stuff <laughs> and he's just my bad i got you tony here we go there you go What's... hey <laughs> do people in nebraska do cultural things i of stole course. from tony of course tony your mic's not working i have to use that one to think yeah here we go um see cultural things in nebraska um well, well, I ran uh, across somebody the other day that's from <laughs> Omaha, and I went, wow, really? So a lot of pretty famous people come. Isn't that well, where, what's uh, his name, the Buffett? Isn't Buffett from yeah, Nebraska? Yeah, yeah, He can um, buy Not Jimmy, Warren. Have you guys ever had a Reuben? Have you guys ever had a... The other would feel yeah, better. Right, yeah. It? No, so Warren Buffett has decided not to give any money to Nebraska, but uh, he has made so many millions of dollars for people in that area who invested early in Berkshire Hathaway. Right, that's the stock. Yeah. You know that, Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you got in early too, no. probably when you were like 18. No, <laughs> I wish. He used his nil money. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, that's the, I, there's just a joke in Nebraska that the uh, the the nil group should just be called the Berkshire Hathaway Group because yeah. it, it, there's a lot of money there, a lot of money. And Bob Gibson from. Yep. Omaha. The bone. On the other side, uh, we'll make yeah. a list of famous people from Omaha Gale, to make Matt Coulter feel good. Gail Sayers, Johnny Carson, Dick Cavett. Come on, Brett. This, Carson I'll, I'll keep is, going. Johnny Carson, Carson Dick time. Cavett. Larry the Cable. Yeah. He's actually from Western. He's he from really Western should Nebraska. be kind of your spokesperson. If we were going for that 90-plus demo, I think people want to know about Dick Cavett. Is actually, yeah. Hey, has Peyton done a commercial for y'all yet? And Warren Buffett. That. Hey, that would that's, be great, wouldn't it? Funny, yeah. Very clever. They should do a they, your tourist tourism department should use him as their one of their commercials. <laughs> Peyton believes in Omaha. It's where, right. it's where the Reuben sandwich was born. <laughs> we got Brian I'd like a Reuben right now. Brian Crichton's going to be with us next NASCAR. We'll talk about it. Coming to Brian Denny Stadium. Stay with us. actually fired each other off so you can actually plan. treat that like a four-minute song depending on whether your radio station was worth a rip and they could still advertise it. <laughs> of course we had 99 music switch uh yeah yeah radio, whenever you hear a radio station <laughs> stay directly into that one for some reason it's it's also not uh picking up for some reason it's See? funny what i did in my studio like everything blew up uh, <laughs> the minute i walked in man right well actually jay it's been fine all week yeah that's wink, it. wink, nudge, nudge, say it all. <laughs> Tony, tell everybody about Tony Curry Radio Network before we get Brian up. Yeah, uh, okay. and we have, we've had Brian on our radio station many times. Of course, a good friend of mine, and I knew Brian when he was uh, out there with the broom, uh, cleaning up around the Talladega, and I know you have as well. Uh. And now he's the president of the Talladega Super Speedway and uh, by far the uh, best uh, speedway in the land as far as I'm concerned. I don't know why your mic is and it's going in and out, and it's like dead. So. Tony, come over here and yeah, share. Y'all share me. that mic over Just there. Share but we got Brian. Brian is up. I can hear Brian from Talladega. Good. From from uh, he's in Daytona uh, right now. But Brian, welcome in. Thanks for being with us, my man. Thanks, Jay. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. I was wondering if it was uh, something that was going on my end. I'm glad to hear it's, uh, it was Tony. It, it typically <laughs> is Tony with the issues, right? <laughs> Brian said it typically is Tony with the issues. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, first of all, let's let's talk. We're going to talk a little bit about what you're in, in Daytona for. But before that. Big news this week for the Crimson Tide and for NASCAR, and uh, NASCAR will be 
at BDS, Bryant-Denny Stadium, and also a part of a lot of the digital and communications and a lot of the different shows and stuff as far as marketing NASCAR to the Alabama fans. I said it this week, Alabama fans got blessed. They got beer and NASCAR in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Your thoughts about it? <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, something that uh, is, is big in all of Alabama, I think, is uh, beer and NASCAR. So, you know, a, a, a first-time partnership, you know, uh, between NASCAR uh, and uh, Alabama, you know, Crimson Tide, you know, we wanted to try it. We know that there's a lot of um, conversion, you know, through our uh, our fan bases. Uh, just launched it, um, you know, and, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to the great things that's going to bring, uh, hopefully, both entities. Brian Crichton, the president of the Talladega Super Speedway. Of course, we're getting ready for playoff time as well. He's down in Daytona right now. So, Brian, what exactly, for fans out there who haven't heard this news, what exactly does the endorsement or the partnership entail between NASCAR and the Alabama Crimson Tide? Yeah, so it, it, it's a promotional partnership that we have, um, you know, with uh, the University of Alabama, and it, it runs for this entire year. Um, so you'll see uh, ribbon boards inside of uh, Bryant Denny Stadium. Um, we are going to sponsor the Drive Summary, um, you know, presented by uh, NASCAR. Um, we're also going to have the Drive of the Game. So just trying to incorporate different things with NASCAR and football. Uh, we'll have a presence out there with our, um, you know, our pace cars, our promo cars. Uh, you know, we'll be doing handing out some rally towels. Uh, that will be co-branded between Alabama uh, and um, NASCAR. Um, so just a lot of different interaction, uh, you know, to what we're doing um, just to, to bridge that gap a little bit, you know. The students that come out to um, Talladega Super Speedway, we have about 3,000, 4,000 students that will come out on a uh, Sunday. And uh, there's just a $25 ticket price for that. Uh, so we'll be promoting that a lot as, as well because uh, we want to make sure we get that word out there. We offer free camping. We, we um, you know, have this uh, wonderful college area um, that we designate just to the college students that can come out there and camp and party and just have fun. Uh, and then that $25 ticket, and that $25 ticket will get you into the infield on Friday night for a rodeo that we're going to have. Uh, we're going to have uh, Chris Rice, Chase Rice, excuse me, on um, Saturday night uh, for the concert, so it gets you into that too. And then all the great racing that happens at Talladega Super Speedway. So another opportunity for us to get the messaging out to the college students, to the alumni, to everybody else at the University of Alabama, and um, other other universities, because once this works out well, we've got proof of concept. We're gonna we're gonna take this to other universities as well, because to us it just makes sense. It makes sense for the uh, you know the the fan base of both of uh, you know the sports um, has such great crossover. Any chance we have an Alabama NASCAR the script A on the hood? You know we have had that out at uh, Talladega before when uh, our old partner Aaron. Uh, whenever Alabama would win the national championship, which was Austin, um, they would uh, they would have a paint scheme that would uh, you know recognize that uh, national championship. So it's happened before. I don't know if it's going to happen uh, for for this coming up October. Uh, that wasn't part of the deal, or at least not part of the announcement just yet. Um, but I can tell you, we had Big Al. Big Al was out uh, in April uh, in our display, go. interacting with fans as well. So uh, that's right. We love Big Al. We love Big Al out of Talladega, and so. Uh, you know, you, you you never know what might pop pop up out of Talladega, so there could be a script A on a uh, on, on a car uh, or two out there uh, this uh, coming up October weekend. It wasn't too long ago Auburn won a national championship. There was an Auburn car out there too. If, if Brian, if my memory serves me correct, twelve years ago. Um, there you go. <laughs> twelve years ago, and everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody not long ago. Twelve years ago. <laughs> 
Yeah. But NASCAR was so different then. <laughs> uh, do you even recognize that one? Okay? <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, let's talk a little NASCAR. You are correct. Daytona, and uh, uh, right. it's the last race of the regular season before we go to the playoffs. Just kind of talk about the season in general with 15 different winners. Uh, I don't ever remember a season this crazy. And then you add in the next gen car and with sometimes issues with that and, and the development of that. Uh, has this been the wackiest NASCAR season that uh, Brian Crichton's been involved with? I, I think it's been one of the most interesting uh, NASCAR seasons that, yes, that I've ever been involved with. Well, maybe that very first year back in uh, 2001, just because it was all so new to me. Um, but yes, it's just been such an interesting year with the uh, next gen car that come, that you know was was debuted at the Clash earlier this year. Remember, we were in LA <laughs> earlier this year in February. Yeah. So you want to talk about you know interesting and wacky, uh, you know building a building a racetrack inside of the Coliseum uh, out in LA. Uh, so you kick it off that way, and then you see that super speedway racing that happened at Daytona for the Daytona 500. Uh, you saw it at uh, Talladega in April. And you saw it twice at Atlanta, too. Atlanta's running that super speedway package. And so, you know, the racing for the super speedways has been unbelievable this year. And the next-gen car, uh, you know, whether it's road courses, short tracks, and even the 1.5-mile car uh, uh, tracks where they had, you know, some maybe some boring uh, races before, that next-gen car has really brought it up, you know, um, you know to, to a lot of excitement there as well. And it's really leveled the playing field, and I think that's why we've seen – 15 different winners, and with Daytona tomorrow night, you don't know, you might have that 16 different winner, uh, you know, for the series, which is, uh, you know, it's never happened before, and uh, we're looking forward to a great race tomorrow night. Brian uh, Crichton, again, the president of Talladega Super Speedway, joining us here on the, the Friday edition on Fun Friday. Tony Curry in the house as well. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. I, I love, we were talking yesterday about uh, Kurt Busch and him having to step away with concussion-like symptoms and how that's going to kind of give some more opportunities than what two more, I think it is, that might end up uh, having a chance to uh, be a part of the championship. But talk about that, just the impact on the sport and kind of your thoughts on, on Kurt Busch and having to step away like that. Yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's horrible that, uh, you know, obviously that he's had the, um, the injury. Um, but I think it's very admirable, um, for him and, and for the sport and, and, and for everybody to recognize it and for him to, you know, take the time to get better, take the time to step away and make sure he's a hundred percent before he comes back. And think about that. I mean, think about what he's doing. He's not going into the playoffs. He had already qualified for the playoffs, but he's stepping away from the playoffs to make sure that everything is okay. Um, you know, now what that, what that did is that opened up a, a, another playoff spot because now that, you know, there's 14 winners that are automatically qualified for the playoffs. Um, and so between Ryan Blaney and uh, Martin Truex, you know, they both are in the points higher than, you know, 16. So uh, Ryan Blaney is second or third in points right now. So if, if somebody else won wins Daytona, Tomorrow, Ryan Blaney would have been bounced out of the actual playoffs. So you have your second or third in points not making the playoffs mm -hmm. because you have 16 different playoff winners. So, um, you know, it, 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 it's changed the storylines a little bit. Um, but again, you know, kudos back to, to Kurt, the, the medical doctors, uh, you know, and everybody that has, um, you know, recognized this and want to make sure Kurt's at 100% um, before he gets back behind that wheel. So I think that that's, uh, you know, very, very important. Brian, as always, great to have you on, my man, and uh, have fun down in Daytona. Man, what, uh, 
with thanks. all that going on. It's, but uh, we uh, we'll look. Go ahead. I was going to say thanks. It's, uh, it's lightning and thundering uh, right now, but you know, hopefully, it's uh, oh, it'll great. get through uh, through here, and we'll get racing in tomorrow uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Brian, have yourself a great weekend. Thank you so much for your help, Thank man. You, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Tell, tell the family we love them. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. There you go. Hi, right, Brian Crichton there, president of Talladega Super Speedway, and uh, also talking about NASCAR at Alabama, Bryant Denny Stadium, and all the things they're going to do around that with the brands of Crimson Tide and NASCAR and uh, Talladega Super Speedway. All right, we'll be back. Tony Curry in the house. Matt Colt, you got something to say? You like looking at me like no, that? No, I, I want to know what in the world is going on with punters. What, all of a sudden, punters are the nastiest people on the face of the earth. You didn't we just know saw that going in. Man, punters yet. aren't the ones that are supposed to be doing these types of things. They're not football players. They're kickers. <laughs> I worked with Al Greco for 14 years. They ain't a football player. Just because you're top 10 in points when you start a show doesn't mean you're a football player. He should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. He should be. But he's a kid. He's a 17 years. And all of a sudden, now punters who are in the game for all of, what, maybe about 45 seconds, period, if they even have five or six, and all of a sudden they're getting arrested left and right. What's going on with punters? Wasn't it a, a punter that started the brawl with the Bengals and the Rams? Yes! And then this guy's assault, and then, of course, the Jacksonville State dude. I don't know what is going on. I want to get into it on this side. Yeah, and then the lane just found one of the fraternity house. <laughs> I mean, all right, we'll talk more about it coming up live from AVX on this Friday edition. Stay with us. Parts. Listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option high intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205 205- 
909-703-7373 and schedule an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. Welcome back in as we continue live from AVX here on this Friday edition. Tony Curry Radio Network with Tony Curry in the house. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. I'm Jay Barker as we got a lot to get into. And you brought the story up uh, going into the uh, into the break. Um, and then we kind of got into a little bit of discussion, too, about uh, uh, Aaron Darnold. Uh, Arnold, sorry, sorry, yeah. Don't, yeah. And uh, talk about uh, the but the punters. You were talking about the punters and what's going on. With punters. punters are great athletes, by the way. They, they are. Every punter they, they I've are. been around. I'm yeah. kidding, obviously. Saying no, kickers aren't, but yeah. punters kick, are. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. And and they can flip fields. Obviously, they're a very crucial part of, of a football right. game. And you hope you never see your punter because that means you're doing well and you're moving the football. A lot of the punters that play in college or played, um, and even in the NFL, played quarterback, safety, tight end, those, those type positions mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. And then they ended up being a punter and then became a great punter. They don't specialize as much. And I'm kidding about kickers not being great athletes because Aldo Greco's a phenomenal Absolutely. soccer player and all that kind of stuff. And one of but, the, re- one of the yeah. reasons that, that, that we kind of make fun of 
punters is because they don't look like the rest of the football team. First right. of all, they don't need to work out as much, and they're not wearing as much padding, so they don't look normal. And, gosh, if you get one of those punters who's got the little pooch, it's not particularly <laughs> a good look. You know, he's got the Tony Curry pooch hanging yeah. out. He's got the little muffin top. It's not a good look. But, no, we were talking about the Jacksonville State punter, uh, Jack Dawson, who was arrested after the horrific assault allegations against a, a former teammate. And, of course, he was at Troy for, I guess, a couple of years, but he's still on their roster. And after reading the, the, the story and, and what happened with the pool cue, I don't need to go any further with what that story is all about. I, I just – when you hear these stories, it's usually – the Richie Incognito kind of guys, mm-hmm. the, the offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, the guys that are filled with testosterone, they can't put their fist down. And then I'm hearing the story about the punter. And then, Lars, we just saw the story here about the NFL punter, and I'm like, what in the world's going yeah, on? Yeah, uh, Matt Arazia, uh, who was uh, drafted, I think, in the sixth round out of uh, San Diego State by the Bills. Um, he's known as the punt god. And I think last week in the preseason game, he had a 83-yarder. I mean, he absolutely can just crush the ball. But uh, a civil lawsuit filed this morning in uh, state court in California accuses him and two other uh, past and present San Diego state players of gang raping a 17-year-old girl uh, last year at an off-campus party. Mm. Now, uh, according to reporters in Buffalo, that the Bills were made aware of the accusations against Arasia last month. They didn't know it when they drafted him, but they did know it when they cut Matt Hack, who was the second string punter, on Monday. So they knew this was coming, and they still cut their second string punter. Wow. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, listen, we live in a world now that you can't hide from anything or anyone we're going to find out. If it comes out, we're going to find out. We're going to follow the paper share, and we're going to see exactly where, where, it, where it starts and where it finishes. And that, that's, if and, that's true. The, and, and the details of this, as I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at an L.A. Times story, are just gruesome. gruesome. It's, disgu- it's, it's, disgusting. Br- it's brutal. It's disgusting. And I'm not going to even review them because it, it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and again, we, we're, we're having fun and kibitzing about the whole punter situation because you don't look at punters as these kind of guys that are particularly uh, getting in, in a lot of trouble, and I know they all do, but it's just it's just really unfortunate to see that, and particularly the fact that we're talking about, what, less than 10 days away from, from the NFL season getting started. This is not the kind of news you want to see if you're a fan of that football and, team. Uh, yeah. And the, the punter's lawyer, a guy named Kerry Armstrong, um, said that it's a, quote, shakedown because he's now with the Buffalo Bills. And and that means uh, that's, because it, that, he's, he's right. a pro punter, that's why this is being brought up. Yeah. Had he gone on to the regular sector of society, this would never have been charged. Right. Okay. If I were an attorney, that's the exact angle I would he take. Is de- I mean, he is, he is denying it, and it, it is a civil suit, not a criminal suit. I mean, you got uh, this. You got George Foreman. Yeah. It just came out with his, his the lawsuit against him. And, again, that goes back to, what, 40 years ago, Matt? We were talking about it, it earlier. Before, but before his grill, <laughs> so maybe yeah, at least twenty yeah. or thirty years ago, probably. I don't. It was. It was. I think it was between George three and George five. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny, Tony. Uh, how many Georges has he got? In, in eight. his eight Georges. Yeah. yeah. Georges. Wow. Yeah. But if he'd had eight Henrys, you could do Henry the Eighth. I am. That was Dick Cavett's favorite song. Uh, no, You're I want to let you, go we, of Dick Cavett. Are we you? got we got ourselves into a little uh, little fluster here. And, of course, we said SIFTA, save it for the air. Um, the Aaron Donald 
situation, which is really interesting. The Bengals and, of course, the Rams were practicing yesterday. They played each other in the Super Bowl, so they don't like each other. And they play each other this weekend in the final preseason game before the National Football League's season starts in, in, in 10 days or whenever it is. Um, and the first thing I thought of, it, and obviously I don't like the Rams because they beat my Bengals, suspension. <laughs> suspension. Whenever you throw fists, we used to do it in school, Jay, mm-hmm. fight after school. No one ever said a word because you were throwing fights. When you start bringing in guns, bringing in knives, or bringing in chairs, or bringing in things that you actually use to create bodily harm, off the table, not cool. Uh, to be throwing helmets, and I know that you said it's a preseason thing. What's the big deal? No, it's a practice. practice. Yeah, he uh, actually yeah. had a Bengals helmet in each hand, so he didn't rip off one. <laughs> he was helmet. double fisted. He ripped baby. off two, and you can see him then like windmilling on camera yeah. with. Those helmets striking Bengals players. You better strap that helmet up better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if the helmet comes off, you miss the play. That's he should it. be and suspended. My, my, Miles Garrett. Miles the Bengals players suspended, should be suspended for six games. They should have their helmets more secure. For one play Is he ground? really? But uh, Yeah, so sources are saying uh, to uh, Mike Florio, our buddy at Pro Football Talk, that he likely, Aaron Donald likely will not receive any punishment from the league. No. Uh, but uh, the Rams may choose to administer That's right. It. Yeah, right. The Rams are going to suspend their best player. What the, I'm sorry. What him. is the difference? You're, I, I know one's a practice and one's a game. And this uh, apparently matter. here's the point. I, I, apparently the NFL has no jurisdiction over mm-hmm. joint practices. Well, it's not game whose day. idea was it to do that to begin with? I mean, well, it's, it's, have jurisdiction it, it, well, over punters well, it, it, who are it, it, hanging out with 17-year-olds Sean, either, but they can make disciplinary measures Sean on Sean McVay it. and Zach Taylor are really good friends. Zach Taylor came from uh, the Rams, and he and McVay talk all the time. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't and, a and, Super Bowl carryover well, of that no, kind no, of thing. No, this would have happened but, if but they heading, both gone. Heading in, like, there was a lot of talk. Like, If you follow this closely like Tony and I do, there was a lot of talk heading into these practices about, hey, Everybody's going to be calm. We respect each other. Not going to be a big deal. And the first day, uh, Aaron Donald actually put a hand on Joe Burrow. He, I mean, he just touched him, and like five Bengals were on top of him. And then that that is kind of what started. uh, It carried over to the second day, and apparently. Um, uh, Donald got pushed to the ground, and you can see him punching what once, twice, three times. And yeah. would, I've seen that so many times. I saw that well, little league. You, not, not, not yeah, a big but it's not a big it deal. wasn't caught on no. camera. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's still. I mean, I'm not saying it's a practice. It happens. And you know, to you, you're when you're in the the spotlight of of the game, and the fans are there, and all that. It's about is it detrimental to the game? And this ended up getting filmed, getting leaked out on Twitter as well, um, which is normal now. I mean, that's not like you know that. The, the yeah. AP is. I don't. Paying, I, mean, I don't think there's. I, mean, I think let LA let the Rams deal with it. The league should be involved in it. Well, yeah, What's yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, it's a bloody face. You didn't, you well, okay with I've that? seen it. I've seen it, and it's kind of like it's it's practice. It's it's all out war. It's no harm to foul. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, yeah, I, football. So wait it's a minute. Football. So like, there, there's rules over how long practices can be, mm-hmm. what you can and can't do during the practices, how often your team can wear pads. Uh, what time of the year you can hit. But when somebody like Aaron Donald just goes totally crazy. Yes. I've seen coaches go crazy and rip rip guys' helmets off. Oh, you see, did you see the coach of the high school of Mississippi? Yeah. Get a fight in the stands? See uh, Trent uh, Dilfer the other day? He was a head coach. Gra- grabbed his, tell y'all one of his kids story. up and threw him on the uh, bench. <laughs> uh, tell you all a quick story uh, about practices and mm-hmm. stuff like that. When you've got guys 
that are desperate to make a to make a football roster. Yeah. Y'all remember Bill Searcy, our, our our dear, dear friend. Which by the way, I got a chance to visit his grave site when I was in Hilton Head. It was just oh, good. Well, it rocked. But he told me after he left the Stallions, he was invited to go try and play with the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. And he knew that his chances of making it were a pretty long shot. So he went to desperate measures. And between plays, he just went up. I can't remember the name of the offensive lineman. He was like a 10-year all-pro. He just went up and just decked him during a dead ball period. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the same thing now. Maybe it is. But the coaches went, hey, that guy's got some moxie. And he ended up making the team. Mm-hmm. And he swears that it's because he tugged on Superman's cape. Well, the difference here is we're talking about Aaron Donald, <laughs> the greatest defensive player the National Football League has seen in 10 years, and he's the one throwing the helmets. That's my issue. First of all, he should know better. Do I want that crazy SOB in my football team? Absolutely. We had Pac-Man Jones. We had some knuckleheads in Cincinnati that lost that Pittsburgh playoff game. Von Perfect, what, a, what an idiot. And, of course, they're buying bicycles for children over the holidays. Right. Okay. But, I mean, so we're talking about a guy who knows better. He's been in the league for a while. Why in the world? That's not Unless he's trying to send a message to the rest of his defense saying you guys aren't into this. I don't think that's what it is. I think he just got upset. He's a leader. He's probably, he probably got cut one time, got a cut block or something, and said, you know. It could have been, like I said, yeah. it could have been a guy taking on Aaron Donald yep. because he wants to get noticed. Yep. Now, matter of fact, I would bet money that was the, that was the situation. Yep. Jay, what's the most egregious thing you've seen in an NFL practice? Um, probably not really nothing in the NFL, really. I mean, I saw I mean, I mean, saw helmets come off. I saw guys hitting. I mean, you saw guys slinging at each other with the helmets or hitting other guys. Normally, the other guy had a helmet on because the helmet that came off um, you know, wasn't the guy that ended up fighting. He usually went to the ground pretty quickly, which kind of happened in this too. I mean, he was, the guys he hit was hitting had helmets on. So, but should he do it? No. Uh, is it a part of football? I just got to say, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I, if I didn't say that that's what happens sometimes in practice. It happened when I was in little league. It happened when I was in junior high. It happened in middle school, high school, college, NFL. Were you, and, the, were you ever the one swinging the helmet? No, <laughs> but I have seen, I saw coach Stallings one time rip off a uh, face mask right off the, I mean, he just went up there and grabbed and started doing the whole hook em yeah. horns, and uh, the face mask just went tump, like that off one of our scout team guys. Did you ever had. have two Did you have two teammates just say, you know what, after practice, we're just going to settle this and just go out in the parking lot and fight? It was normally in the locker room. It normally just it went, it fed back in the locker room if they didn't get calmed down and, or if they weren't friends or if they were kind of like enemies of you know knowing that they were going to go up against each other every day in practice or if, or if, a, if a, a scout team guy took a cheap shot on a guy or or maybe a starter took a cheap, a cheap shot on a, on a scout team guy. Nor, normally that was settled back in the locker room and it was, it was broken up pretty quickly by the other players. But, um, so it would be like one good punch and then everybody's on the ground on top of everybody. Pretty Yeah, pretty much. Didn't Al have a story about a locker room brawl where a coach and a player, I mean, they got into it to the point where they cleared the room. I mean, they were they were went after. I, for like I think I remember time. this. Yeah, yeah and it, he's like it was like. It wasn't the guy that did all the um, paying them for like hitting guys out of the game, <laughs> no, <laughs> knocking no, them out. No, it was past. Uh, yeah, but it's um, crazy. Yeah, I, I I get it. You know, and it, it's funny because we see these guys and we know they got testosterone. We know they're fired up. We know they get after it. And certainly, 
outside the football field when you see any type of assault or you see a football player hit his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. It's like these guys have to control that. If you can't control it in a practice before the football, I mean, imagine if he had broken his hand or messed his hand up in that particular situation. I just, I, they just You lose your mind at that time. The heat, everything that's going on, and, and just the pressure. I've been like that, Jay. Yeah, I know you have. I've just lost yeah. my mind in the heat, the passion <laughs> of the moment. I think he lost it when you came through the parking lot today. All right, some breaking news. Seattle Mariners and uh, Julio Rodriguez are finalizing a long-term contract extension that guarantees the rookie standout $210 million over 14 years and could be worth more than $400 million, sources confirmed to ESPN today. So half uh, a bi- Potentially half, almost half a billion yeah, dollars. He's almost at savings level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, finish up hour number one. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. A national championship team covering a national... This year's walk is extra special because they're celebrating 25 years. For more details, log on to caringdays.org. That's caringdays.org. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight will maintain the chance of a few passing showers or thunderstorms. The high today, 83. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, welcome back in as we wrap up our number one here on this Friday edition. Tony Curry from Tony Curry Radio Network in studio with us. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. I'm Jay Barker. And uh, as we continue on talking some college football, I um, wanted to get you guys' thoughts. Desmond Howard saying that uh, C.J. Stroud should not be ahead of Bryce Young when it comes to Heisman Trophy odds. He's the winner from last year. He should be sitting at the top of this as far as preseason. And uh, But I just want to get your guys' thoughts on who do you think. Uh, C.J.'s a phenomenal player. Uh, but I kind of agree. I mean, Bryce has still got so much coming back. Now, again, he's got a lot of got new guys uh, at that receiver position. But um, Well, I mean, I think there's two reasons here. First of all, he is the reigning champ. A lot of people say you should remain number one until you're yeah. dismounted, if you were. But we've only had position. one back-to-back. And Archie Griffin was yeah. that guy back in the 70s. And you realize that the second year that Archie won the Heisman Trophy, his numbers weren't near what they were the first year he won the yeah. Heisman Trophy. You'll never see that in college football again. You're, he's going to have to perform beyond last year's numbers. Mm-hmm. To win against, so maybe that's why he he thinks that. Maybe he's just saying that because he doesn't think that Bryce has got also, a snowball's chance to win because he won last year. Consider no, he's so, saying Bryce should be or, a, ahead. Or Bryce should be. Ahead. He, he thinks Bryce yeah. should have gotten the, and he's a Heisman Trophy he said, winner. I, he said, I just don't get. Uh, I just yeah. don't get it. Uh, but consider the source. Yeah. Where did Desmond Howard go to college? Michigan. Yeah. How does Michigan? feel about ohio state oh you think that plays any part of it are you <laughs> kidding me <laughs> i mean that's what this is all you, about you may be onto something there no yeah. I, and the thing is cj stroud has uh he's thrown to wide receivers that are going to be drafted in the first round and alabama one of the big question marks on the team is the wide receivers yeah. so i mean it, it makes sense it, it's why cj stroud is the favorite in vegas yeah 
But again, I think he's the favorite in Vegas because no they don't think there's going to be a back-to-back winner. So you know, gonna, I do. I, I who's agree getting that. the most? There's, there's bet. a bias. There'll be a bias against um, against Bryce Young this year. No, no question. I saw this story. And I can't remember who it is getting the most bets. It's Will Anderson. That's right. You're the right. The odds Will on is, favorite right. yep. is Stroud, but more people are betting on Will Anderson to win it. Wow, that's a reflection uh, of Alabama fans. Uh, well, and, and, and he probably wait, hold on. you're saying they're the ones gambling, <laughs> yeah. and he's not going to win it because why? Because defensive players don't win that award. So I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we got NASCAR, we got beer, ball. the Nexus Casino in Brian. <laughs> so you have yeah. one arm bandit while you're taking a leak. Mm. Oh my goodness! But it is true that Alabama fans are big time betters. Yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. you mean casino gambling? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I knew you'd take it the other way. That's why I left it book. alone. Hey, uh, speaking, uh, of, speaking of gambling, can I throw a story out real quick that I got into this morning? Sure you can. Go ahead. So the, the, the person, <laughs> what if I was like, no, shut up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So you know the person who won the Mega Millions, the $1.34 billion Mega Millions, that was a month ago today, right? Uh-huh. They won it in Illinois. Well, that person has not stepped forward yet. There's a law in the state of Illinois that if you win anything over $250,000, you can remain anonymous, which a lot of people say you should probably do because the knuckleheads and your cousins. And, Watch and, it be. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> So, but here's the story. So it's taken 30 days, so you're setting in. You haven't told anybody. Maybe you're close people and you're just mm-hmm. waiting. It would freak me out a little bit to know I have this ticket and, and know because you don't want to run out. You have a year to do that. But you only have 60 days in order to take the lump sum and not the 29 years of annuity. Um, and we don't know how old this person is. We don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's part of a bigger group. One person bought the ticket. But if you take the $780 million payout, out of $1.34 billion. The first thing you get hit was 24% federal tax, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get hit with another 13% because you're in the 37% tax bracket because it's over $500,000. So you're getting taxed again. If you're from the state of New York and you bought the ticket in Illinois, you're hit with another 8.82%, which means out of a $1.34 billion mega lottery jackpot, guess what you take home? $390 million. Yeah. Is that crazy? A billion dollars. You're leaving a billion dollars off the table. And I mean, poor baby. You still got $390 million. But I'm like, I, I could not believe I should be that. taxed. All right. So we're going to get to break at the top of the hour. Let's, uh, let's, we'll talk more about this and other great stuff on the other side. Stay with us for live from ABX. Hour two next. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. 
I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa and they came over and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. A great family, do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. It's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan dot letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz. Crestline and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. 
have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should. I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult. You're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hi, welcome back in. Jay Barker Show live from AVX. We are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Got the Top Golf today. We call it the bowling of this generation. Really great time and fun with food and drinks with your friends, family, coworkers. You'll love Top Golf of Birmingham. And we're driven by Sunny King Ford on the uh, sunny side of the street there in Oxford, Anderson. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, uh, you were, we're going to get into it, the StubHub story. I know you're trying to find it that you saw this morning dealing with average ticket price. But I uh, wanted to get your guys' thoughts. We've been talking about Alabama, Ohio State, um, Clemson, Oklahoma. Um, you know, thinking about you know who's going to end up being the Final Four uh, coming up um, in the uh, at the end of the year. Who will be in the playoffs? And would love to get your thoughts on just Venerable uh, and Lars. I'll start with you as far as at Oklahoma. Do you, do you think he can pull this thing together? I mean, he lost uh, Caleb Williams. Is that right, Caleb Williams? And um, and he lost uh, some other players. But um, you know, he's going back to his alma mater. They uh, were excited about him coming. He's been a great defense coordinator for Clemson, was a great one, uh, defensive coach at uh, Oklahoma as well. And uh, I think they have a lot of high expectations that he can pull this thing together and maybe have Oklahoma playing in the uh, Final Four. Yeah, you know, he has uh, spent the last 10 years with Dabo Sweeney. He's really been his right-hand man, uh, his defensive coordinator. And then, uh, and then you're right, Venerables. He goes back to Oklahoma as a, he was a linebackers coach from 1999 to 2011 and assistant head coach and defensive coordinator during that time. Oklahoma starts the year, uh, ranked ninth in the country, but you know, they, they have a lot of holes and, uh, they, they lost several players, uh, to, uh, the transfer portal. Uh, most notably, like you said, Caleb Williams. Um, so I don't see them uh, making 
I, I don't see them uh, making the playoffs. They're going to be uh, starting. It looks like Dylan Gabriel at quarterback. He's a UCF transfer. Um, he put up big big numbers back in in 2019. Uh, and and like, there's a, a big sort of shift in personnel at Oklahoma. In all, that they lost a bunch of players, but then they brought in 13 in the transfer portal uh, in 2022. And, and many of those 13 are going to play significant minutes and have big roles uh i just jay to me this seems like a a season of transition uh as they new coaches uh, new coaches uh new offensive philosophy defensive philosophy yeah i i i think oklahoma's going to take a step back i'm alone twisted a little bit here Uh, one of the major impacts of this what's it going to do to clemson i mean for 10 years as you said lars he was Dabo's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't just on the football field. They are both big believers. Mm-hmm. And they cling to that. We know Dabo does. Mm-hmm. But Brent's the very, very same way. Yeah. So you're not just lo- losing a defensive coordinator. You're losing a buddy, a pal, yeah. a faith mate. And I wonder how that's going to reflect back on Clemson because with all the great players they've had on offense, Clemson won their national championship with defense. Would you all agree? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was Nick Saban's Kirby Smart. We didn't know. We yeah. didn't think Kirby was ever going to leave until that Georgia position opened up. And I mean, Brett Venables, his name's come up every single heck since we did sports radio yeah. fourteen years ago. I mean, he mm-hmm. is, is he turned down a lot just of jobs? The, yeah, just a, a ton of jobs, and got to the point and didn't even go on 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 uh, interviews to the point where, I mean, how old is is Brent? Fifty-three. Uh, yeah, he's got busy. I thought he was a little older than that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it had to be the perfect opportunity for him. But yeah, you bring up a great point because Clemson's always he's 51. Had 50, 51. He's fifty-one. He's he's my age. Is his son still at Clemson? I mean, he was coaching him, linebacker. Uh, I I don't know. He may have transferred. Know. Yeah, the because um, that was when he was with Dabo Matt. You bring up a great point. They were great friends. They he brought him in, and a lot of it had to do with he's they, staying. Sorry, he's staying at Clemson. He's, okay. he's not transferring. To and and a, bu- a bunch of people, um, you know, talked about the, the, their beliefs, their their the way that they live their lives off the field as much as on it, and the way that they coach their players up. And there was such a great mix there with both those guys because they they had a lot of the same thoughts about how to treat players, how to deal with players. Uh, Dabby used to always tell us, he told us on the show one time, I asked him, I said, what's the difference between you and Nick Saban when it comes to culture and, you know, the, the, the atmosphere or whatever else? And he said, well, we're more worried. We probably focus more on the the atmosphere or the as far as having fun and all that kind of stuff. But we have a lot of culture as well where Nick would probably focus more on the culture. Maybe it was, no, culture, he said, we focus more, process is more Saban, um, yeah. and it's Saban is process and then culture, you know, after that. And uh, I yeah, thought that your was... Book. Yeah, I mean, there have yep. been about, um, I don't know, 20 players that have been baptized on campus. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, with in front of the team uh, on a lake. Really? I, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, the, uh, well, the lake's right there. I mean, it's right beside the campus. It's, they call it the... Uh, what, the Auburn, the Auburn and Clemson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and, 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 and certain uh, groups Clemson have is, certain groups have filed uh, lawsuits against Clemson and Dabo Sweeney in particular because of uh, the church-state separation. You sure, it's not a hazing ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your That's book. It. You're baptized, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Your book uh, goes into this in pretty good detail <laughs> on how Dabo defends his yeah, rights. Yeah. Dabo's world: yep. the worst timed release of a book ever. 
<laughs> hey, Dabo did it, right? Yeah. Great read. I only read it 17, 18 times. That boy didn't do it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Not the year the book came out. So uh, so StubHub has come out with their top 10 most demanded college football teams mm-hmm. based on ticket sales. Uh, they've analyzed ticket trends to avail the most in-demand teams, conferences, matchups, and more. I'll give you the top 10 matchups that they're going for, but would you like to take a stab at StubHub's top in-demand college football teams of 2022. When you're talking about searches, I want tickets for this game. It involves this team. Who's number one? Okay, wait, wait, run that by me again. Most Are we de- picking a team or yes, a game? Pick a pick a team, and I'll tell you the top ten games. But to pick the team that is in most high demand for tickets. If you go, they're Ohio the State. most searches. Ohio State's yeah, number one. Ohio State. Michigan. Uh, Michigan is number seven. Okay. Where's Texas? Texas is number three. Nebraska. Where's Alabama? Alabama is number two. Yeah. Uh, number four would be. Uh, Penn State. The reigning champs, the Georgia Bulldogs. a and is number five. Notre Dame is number six, which is really surprising to me, quite frankly, because I thought Brian Kelly was going to be there forever. Number seven, the Michigan Wolverines. Number eight, Penn State. LSU's number nine. And the Auburn Tigers are uh, number ten. All right, wow. good. Um, yeah. So, they got, so SEC's I, got four? I got it. Yeah. Uh, the SEC accounts for 39% of all demanded college football teams. The next closest <laughs> is the Big Ten. At tw- that's a crazy four out of ten people on StubHub are buying SEC tickets. Uh, the Big Ten, 27%. Big 12, 13%. ACC, 8%. The Pac 12, 5%. Your top ten games are number nine or number, uh, number ten, Florida State and LSU. Number nine, Oklahoma, Nebraska on September 17th. Mm-hmm. Number eight, West Virginia Mountaineers and Pittsburgh Panthers on September that, 1st. You know, that's, that rivalry is very underrated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number seven, Clemson and Notre Dame. Number six, Auburn and Alabama. It's always a hot ticket. Michigan and Ohio State, number five. Hmm. Oregon and Georgia. The Mercedes Benz uh, game, that's the first week in September 3rd. Number three, AM and Alabama. A lot of that probably has to do with last year's game. Notre Dame and, and Ohio State, number two, and the number one game looked at is Alabama and the Texas Longhorns. So, wow. yeah, I mean, um, the rich get richer, right? That's pretty amazing. And I know that's a, a, a tough rivalry. You mentioned the West Virginia game, but that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember what the PA announcer did for Pittsburgh and got fired? Mm-hmm. The West Virginia game. Said, uh, Will you get fired ladies, if you say it here? Ladies and gentlemen, there's a. Uh, vehicle with West Virginia plates out in the parking lot. He left the lights of your tractor on. <laughs> he got fired for that? Yeah, and then he really? said something else that was a little bit worse. Than there, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> That's not so bad. And we found your yeah, tooth. <laughs> it was under a mattress. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We used to say something like the, the, the if you're driving a 1977 AMC Hornet. You didn't, you didn't leave the lights on. You just need to move it. It's making the place look bad. A friend of mine had one of those in high school. He thought it was cool, and everybody was going. And, and, and it was a really bad color, brown, too. So. A Hornet? Gonna add, yeah. Hornet. Did it have the wood paneling? Uh, Mine had wood paneling. On it. I don't think it, You had one? It's the first car I ever drove. Back then, I didn't have one. If you drove anything, <laughs> oh, you well, were your the dad. Was, I was picking up women because I was, I was driving. If you were driving to school at 16, you were the man. You, you were just picking that. them up. You weren't, like, picking them do, up. Do you guys, <laughs> you guys, do you guys sense Yeah, I was that. on the way to school. I was. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Are Alabama fans, like, pumped up to go to Austin, Texas for this game? I, I mean, you said, you. you said it's, a, it's, a, it's the most. Uh, it's the most demanding ticket, according to StubHub. Uh, it's going to be. I would, I, like to, I, was, uh, I would like to see the numbers behind that. That doesn't make sense to me. Probably a lot of it's Texas fans. They want to be there. 
from 2009. Mm-hmm. They want to be there to watch their they do. Get it twisted. You know what? They, After they think seeing Sarkeesian's... what I saw in 2009, I want to be there too. <laughs> Get ready to hear a lot about Marcel Darius hitting Colt McCoy and how it robbed Texas of oh, the national championship. And it changed the whole trajectory of college football. It was Texas that should have been the dominant team of the last 15 years. Dude, they almost won the game Alabama. without Colt McCoy. Yeah. They had it. I mean, we need a late saying, turnover to win I, that football I have, game. I'm, I have so many Texas friends, and they still are not over that. They firmly believe that Colt McCoy, had he not been injured, would have led them to victory. I saw one of the well, most. Should, yeah. Somebody should have blocked Darius. No doubt. <laughs> he shouldn't be running your quarterback on an offense. Yeah. And they were really pretty close to the goal line, too, weren't they? They were like 30 yard line. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, Alabama side of the field. I saw one of the most amazing things there. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Step on Mac Brown. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, why, early in the game, especially. Putting him in that spot, but yeah. man, Darius hit him hard. He's like he running an option hard. or something. <laughs> yeah. He was he parallel was. to the yeah, line. He was running an option. Yeah, You're, y'all are right. I've never thought about it that deeply, but what a dumb call! All right, a quick, a quick uh, couple headlines where we had to break. Uh, four star wide receiver. He said, "Good luck uh, pronunciation." That's on this. Uh, I'm going to say Dequavius. Is I'm going to say Dequavius. God bless you. That yeah, is I don't exactly know, I know why I could get that one. Dequavius you are correct, sir. committed to Auburn last hour. Auburn AD Allen Green said final day will be August. The 31st for his final day at, at uh, Auburn Tigers. NASCAR renewed partnership with Craftsman and NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series returns in 2023. South Carolina announced that they will be retiring Jadavian Clowney's jersey number during the first half of their season opener. Very much, um, you know, deserving. Mm-hmm. God, that hit he what had. that play against Michigan? Was, was it Michigan? It was, was not the guy. He went right to the backfield and not the guy and back. I, and I think he recovered the That's ball, right. too. Yeah, he did. It was like Cornelius Bennett hit That's on right. Burline. Burline. All right, and also Rich McGlynn is uh, rumored to step in as Auburn's next AD. Do you know Who? Rich, Rich McGlynn. Sounds like a name you'd have somebody pay to the bar. <laughs> oh Let's gosh. get to break. My, we'll be my, back. My, Rich my, McGlynn, you my, my favorite is Pat McGroin. <laughs> somebody please pay Pat McGroin. <laughs> Pat McGroin. Is Pat McGroin in the house? Rich McGlynn. Do you know Rich McGlynn? I'm looking for Mike Hunt. Well, yeah, the... Uh, the um, so we'll get a break. <laughs> this is the Jay Barker Show. Diamonds. If you want to give her the big stuff, you've got to see these diamonds. Venture A little tricky to find on McFarland Boulevard between Edgar's and local roots. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight will maintain the chance of a few passing showers or thunderstorms. The high today, 83. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Miss a moment high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
live, Tony. <laughs> Tony didn't have headphones on. Friday. So, yeah, it is Friday. Fun Friday. The only mic in this room now needs to be mooted. Yes, right. It's Lars Andrews. <laughs> hey, now. We apologize for that. Hey, can I, I want to tell you all, all the all things something. that Lars said does not represent the other three of us. <laughs> no. In the court of Take full responsibility. All right, so... Um, I want to get you guys thought. We talked about or get Tony's thoughts on this VR, and they're talking about the golf tour. And uh, McElroy and Woods have already signed it, committed to it, and it. A, a virtual look at you know a, a tournament or whatever else for fans to be able to be greenside, wear the VRs, be a part of that. Um, we kind of haven't figured out whether that's that's going to be that they're going to play the actual golf tournament on a course, um, or is it going to be that they're going to play this like in, in a simulator type deal. And where they'll still hit balls with with golf clubs, the simulator would then t- you know tell you where the ball went and all that kind of stuff. Uh, putting as well. Now, we we said you know this is great as far as fan experience. The other great thing for this, I thought about the other day, and we haven't talked about it, is that their biggest star right now is struggling, right? So if you can have so many virtual events with Tiger Woods where he didn't have to walk a course, where he's just got to stand there and hit balls. I mean, you, you could keep the guy around for a lot longer in the virtual world, world than you can in the real world. You, you, you can, but, I mean, the way it's set up with the 20 tournaments, uh, and I love Roy McIlroy, and he's been so hot. He hasn't won a tournament, but he's been in the top ten, it seems like, almost every single what time. about his golf No doubt. And, man, he <laughs> finds some fine young ladies. And you look at him, if he's working at McDonald's, it ain't happening. But the fact, I guess, he's just a great golfer really plays into it and maybe something else. But, anyway, he, uh, he of course, got together with Tiger Woods, and Tiger now – must play. They have to tell them, okay, I'm playing in number three, four, seven, seven, fourteen, fifteen. That mm-hmm. way, they have an influx of great players. There's nothing worse than on a Sunday afternoon PGA. You want to have that mid-afternoon nap where you kind of go in and out, so you're watching TV, but you're kind of snoozing, a great time. and you yeah, don't know any of the that. top six guys. And it's like, what's the deal? So they know that based off the live situation where they went and handpicked the guys they wanted, they have to have guys. They're the bring cable eyeballs. guy passing exactly. the studio. The guys that bring Sorry. eyeballs to the TV need to be playing every single week. And Tiger Woods has agreed, despite the fact of his back, his, his, back, his legs, his face, his nine-iron upside of the neck, whatever it is, he's going to play. And, and he's got to commit to that. And it's nice to know because I don't know if Tiger Woods would play anything but majors for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to have to play. So I love that idea, and I think it's great. And I think by getting the best guys, you're going to raise the purses, and I think you're going to raise the ratings. The VR thing to me, um, I think is super cool. Um, I don't know if it substitutes the actual numbers that they're looking for from a television standpoint. I, and I love the idea, by the way, the Monday night thing mm-hmm. they're doing. I mean, they talked about Monday night football transforming the National Football League. Now, of course, you get football on almost four or five nights a week in the National Football League. Um, I love the fact that they're going to be doing golf tournaments on different days besides Sundays. I think it's great. It's They don't need a week in between rounds to play. You mm-hmm. could do a full week of, of rounds of golf. And I don't know. They finally got outside. Their, because the their, courses their, are closed on Monday, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> the clubs. You know what? It is at Heatherwood. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I love the idea. They're like, why are we only playing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Why not play on Tuesday, Wednesday? Why not do a Monday nighter? Play under the lights. That's what people say about I NASCAR. Why don't you run one on Wednesday night? They used to. If it rains Didn't on they Sunday, really? they will. Yeah. yeah. And oh, one wow. of their stops was uh, BIR. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they ran a NASCAR top division sanctioned race at Birmingham. I'd raise that place back up again if I could. I love that place. Thanks, Larry. 
So would you, are, are you guys really intrigued by this TGL league? It's a, it's going to be a brand-new, custom-built venue. Uh, it'll feature a virtual course with almost an IMAX-sized screen for drives and approach shots, and then for short shots, the action will move to a uh, short-game complex. Does that really interest you guys? Kind of sounds like Top Golf to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we already have that. Don't we here in Birmingham? Yeah. One of our but, great but you're talking about that's where they'll play. The, the golfers, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. And then they'll yeah. putt in, in, like, in yeah. an actual facility. Yeah, yeah in, a short, in, a, in a short game complex, like a little pitching uh, pitch mm-hmm. putt. I said earlier when we were talking about it this week, I just don't know. I'll, I'll try it. But something about watching somebody else play a video game it makes me think, well, why don't I just go play? You know what, man? Have you ever watched Twitch? Yeah, unbelievable. That's all they do. Guys making over ten million dollars. Million people watch people game. I don't get it. I don't want to watch Minecraft. I don't want to do Minecraft, but and it's fun. Call of Duty was the one my uh, grandson was so involved in. Now I would watch three or four hours of ping or pong. (laughs) The pong, pong, pong. Yeah, ping, not ping, the pong. Yeah, I'd watch that. No, you wouldn't. Remember how cool that was when it first came out? It was awesome. Now it was great. Play for hours. It was great. <laughs> Sit there in front of the TV and drink beer in college. That's what. We, that's not all we did. You were in college when it came out. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! You did. Yeah. We were more like the five Tetris generation, <laughs> right. right, Jay? Yeah. yeah. Y'all, like y'all played in centipede. Yeah. I was still on. Um, yeah. You know, uh, pinball. The big one for us was ga- like Galaga, Galaga. And Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. That yeah. was kind of the ones in our kind of. Growing up years, I guess. Asteroid was one for me, man. Once Asteroid, Asteroid was came great. out, I just absolutely love that. And, of course, Frogger was, is my personal yeah, favorite. Frogger. Now they got this Frogger thing where if you don't move, because you wait as long as you wanted, right? I and mean, there was no timer. Now, if you don't move in a timely mas- manner, manner. a giant bird comes up, <laughs> picks you up, and takes you off, and you lose the game. Dude, you're, That's the great you're, thing you're playing a lot of these games now. I know, right? Have y'all heard of frogging? Yeah. The, or gigging? No. Oh. The, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new crime. Where people, somebody will find a way to get in your house and then live in your crawl space without you knowing. They call it frogging. That's happened a lot lately. What is, I think they spell it with a P-H. P-H-R-O. Uh, I don't know. Say that'd be I saw one story on it. I saw one story on it, and it was creepy. You don't find, know that they're find, there? No, you don't. And, and like, they, they, they'd heard some sounds and some rustling, and finally the guy went down there, and he bolted back up because he saw shadows and stuff. By the but. way, you ever hear anything in your attic at uh, you and Miss Karen's house? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a giant squirrel, don't worry about it. It'd be yeah. okay. Uh, TK uh, saying he's living in your, in your attic. Well. The monster. <laughs> like that commercial. By the way, Homeowner Association is now going to slam me because I built an attic. You're not supposed to. So Thanks, Tony. They won't Thanks. let you build an attic? Why? Just, it, when, Where the bats go? Association Where the bats go? <laughs> the Belfry. Yeah. And then college golden tees. That was the big one. Oh, golden yeah. tees. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty that was good. That was fun. That was good. Mm-hmm. Did y'all ever play shuffleboard in college? The yeah. long. Uh-huh. Great. We played croquet. We played croquet all the hey, time. Everybody, you on croquet? Xavier, I actually, I actually just huh? got a croquet. Xavier, you yeah, play croquet. Yeah, yeah, How are you going to play croquet in your yard? In the front yard. Lincoln uh, loves it. Croquet is awesome. We used to play it all the time when I was a kid at barbecues. Yeah. It, somebody break out the croquet. The first croquet set we ever got was 14,000 Winston coupons. My dad saved all the coupons he used to get inside. From uh, his cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> 
Wow. And I said, we get the 14000 we're getting that croquet set. That was our first croquet set. I'll you get bought in packs. I was like, Dad, keep smoking, baby. Daddy needs a volleyball court. Come on, baby. Remember all the stuff you used to buy with Greenstown? Or, I'm really showing my age. Right? <laughs> you know what I get Y'all with Greenstown? Y'all remember S&H? Oh, my gosh. S&H Green Stamps, they'd give it to you at the M&J. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, I actually uh, remember Green Stamps. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you could... You could get stuff exactly like what you were just talking about. What about or, your? What about there was your one you could get a boat, but it would take you like five million years to get that many green stamps. What about your icy points? <laughs> Remember you used to cut like the, the icy punch. points off the yeah, the icy points off the side of the icy, the big icies used to get. Uh, oh lord, the bear, icy bear. All right, let's, do let's take a break. <laughs> I know. Joe has no <laughs> direction, Jay. Is there some air being pumped in here? I think something so. we don't know about yeah. or something? Or... Yeah, we had a dentistry just came in right next door. Wow. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of the best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Well, you know, I took on, you remember Adam Stock? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got a conglomerate over in East Alabama where he's screaming a we lot. We were talking about him yesterday. We talking about him last night. Yeah. Uh, he's got me and Rada, and we're all doing these high school screams for him on Friday night. And they're screaming. I'm doing Lincoln. So tonight, you can go to several different platforms and watch a two-camera with playback. Wow. Instant replay. With me, Tuffy Crow, longtime coach, sideline reporter. Your team, you can watch your team at your home. Hook it up your big screen. It's a great idea, and Adam is Adam's going to. Adam Stocks was my intern about 16, 17, 18 years ago, and now he owns radio stations in Aniston, I should tell you. And he offered me my first job after uh, I left uh, Jocks. Left Jocks. And um, you could have been doing morning to the lake. If it wasn't an hour and a half away, it was a long drive. And I had to do, do, do I had to do my own news and my own weather, and but but that's the way we all started. I know. I yeah, listen. I, I go back. There's some times where I thought maybe I should have taken that <laughs> taken that gig. <laughs> the pay was pretty good, but he's a great guy, good guy. Yeah, uh, great man. You know, he's five boys. He's what? He has five. Oh yeah, boys. boys. Oh, wow. Yeah. And by the way, I so want to thank, their uh, grocery bill, you I want think, to thank whoever it was that took a picture. Well, you had one yeah. time you had seven in the same know, house, right? Man, I can't imagine. Crazy. Someone I was out last night having dinner with a good friend of mine, and someone that took a picture of me, uh, unbeknownst to me. Did you realize that? No. Uh-uh. And posted it on their Facebook page. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. And they're like, uh, I'm at La Paz, and there's Tony Curry and Jay Parker having dinner. <laughs> Tony's eating 
con queso, what do you think they're talking about? <laughs> Where, like, they posted it on Instagram? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, because people um, know you tagged? Is that how you knew about it? Yeah. Mm-mm. So exactly well, what, what were, were you doing? Yeah, yeah, we're doing? We were just catching up. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Got uh, you think a little bit, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, after uh, a comment I made earlier in the show, yes, I am thinking about it. <laughs> he didn't show up to dinner, by the way. <laughs> he wasn't there. Paging. Um, Alan there. Green just retired? Hey, just yeah, resigned? He did. He just resigned. Yeah. Um, Alan Green, Auburn Athletic Director. No more. Yep. Wow. <laughs> How long was he there? Well, I just read the headline for you guys Five earlier. Years. Said he's going to be there till August thirty first. No, he resigned today. That that but was, he's done. Yeah, he's okay. done. He's he's, okay. he's cleaning out his office as we speak. But wow. um, it's almost like the rumors that well, he was going to replace him. Did he get fired? No. You, when you well, say you're cleaning out your office, it sounds like you don't want to leave. Well, you, 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 don't, get your you, you think Alan Green is leaving on his own volition? I don't know, but you said he's cleaning out his office, and when you say that, it sounds like he got fired. I'm just asking. Like, I know how I, you writers I, I, are. So if, can, if he, I don't it, think he has been uh, – his contract wasn't renewed, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think so you're right. Yeah. Essentially that was up during so the, he's cleaning out his office. Yes. <laughs> that was the, it was being talked about during the Harson Gate. Uh, I guess, is it because he didn't work that out? Is that why he's being let go, Lars? Uh, he couldn't get rid of well, Harson. Rich, so. Rich, well, Rich McGlynn's coming in, so it's either going to be Harson has the power play and he got the guy he wanted, right, in Rich McGlynn, or that Rich McGlynn is coming in to do the firing that wasn't done by Green. To do what Green couldn't do. Yeah. You mean and Green wanted to hire Harson? Yeah. I mean, well, that's the, the rumor is, or, or the, the, the talk is, is there a power play that Harson was able to get Green fired McGlynn is now taking over um, as AD. It's kind of his guy. Do you or, believe that more so than the latter story? Uh, the latter, the latter one is what I think is that McGlynn's been replacing Green because Green didn't get the job done. And and Harse has played this really well. And here's the thing: because of all this mess that's happening behind the scenes, Auburn's probably going to go eleven and zero this year into Alabama. <laughs> I mean, they're probably going to have the, the, the great, a great that's year what again. Happens, yeah. right? And then McGlynn's sitting there going, "Uh oh, yeah, uh, can't uh, do my job." Am I missing something about? Brian Harson. I mean, he's super successful. He's been successful. Everything I've read up on him seems like he's a really nice guy. And I understand how there's in eating, if you will, eating from the inside out. And I, I, Auburn just can't seem to sit back and be happy. And it's hard when you get a guy who's won seven national titles, you know, a couple hours away from you. And he's not going anywhere until 2029, if then. But I mean, but they were doing that before that. And, and I thought Brian been- was a, a splash hire. The guy I, had gone to I never have every year of his it. life. I mean, he, it was, it was a great... he doesn't know the culture. He doesn't know the lay of the land. Well, he was, he's been there for he's... one year. Right, but he, you he could have hired all... somebody that did know yeah, how well, to that coach doesn't in the work. SEC. Mario Cristobal should be at Auburn. you got to bring in someone from the outside. So, was well, Nick Saban he, an he, Alabama guy when he got there? He left a, a Miami. No, but he'd been in the SEC at LSU. True. So he knew knew, knew the knew the culture and had recruited in that area. I mean, you got a guy coming in from Boise State. Look at his recruiting class right now. He's like 60th. Or whatever, I mean, it's, uh, it's way been, down the line. Thirty plus. It was Vanderbilt was ahead of him. Yeah. So Tony, you're at Auburn for one year, and Vanderbilt's kicking your butt in recruiting. There's a problem. Would the, you agree? The, the most success Not they've one had. Year, no, I, I. Outside of outside of you know, Gus Gus had some success. Yeah. But Pat Dye, right? I mean, that's the one you look back at and go, he won all those SEC titles. They maybe should have won it in '83. I think Al would agree with that. Uh, New York Times mm-hmm. had him as national champions. 
um, former Bryant assistant. Well, I mean, if you're going to go out, if you're Auburn and you're looking across the street going, that guy's getting it done every year, why don't you go get one of the, the former guys that worked for that guy like Auburn did back with Coach Dye? And so we're going to hire the guy that's getting it done. And get the Bill O'Brien. What, yeah. uh, what kind of Ooh. deal did Brian Harson sign when he got to, to Auburn? Because, I mean, I, and here we go again, right? He's going to be getting paid $20 million. $40 million. Yeah. Just for, for clarity on Alan Green. Okay, he's he was entering the final five months of his contract. And that's rare among ADs at major conference schools. It is. Because they have long-term yeah. deals. And Alan Green had asked Auburn officials for clarity about his future uh, and his uh, contract that expires in January. And uh, according to multiple sources, uh, Green was told that Auburn was going to wait until the end of the football season to make a decision. Wow. And mm-hmm. also Auburn was uh, most likely going to let someone else determined the fate of Brian Harson. They didn't want Alan Green to do that because, um, you know, it was Alan Green who hired Harson. So Alan Green is sort of invested in Harson. And uh, I think you can read the tea leaves here of, of who is going to be the next big name to go. If Harson gets fired, he gets paid <coughs> $18.2 million, which is the largest buyout of any coach so far this season. You think that will Harrison. stop Auburn? I mean, aren't they still paying Gus Malzahn like ten million a year? They're still paying Terry Bowden. <laughs> Are they? They might Probably. be. <laughs> I know they were for a while. Well, he had I success early on, and then it just got caught up in the what was it, James Taylor concert he went to or something? Left he, practice early. He won twenty straight. Games. He did. It's twenty zero. They were twenty when we played them in ninety four. They were twenty zero and one. They had that tied Georgia like the mm-hmm. week before. That's right. right, and then y'all kicked their butt. That's well, it. Eleven and eleven and zero season the year before. Stupid buttons. The man. day Harson <laughs> was hired. The audacity. What, the audacity. The, buttons, the audacity. Yeah. Those stupid uh, buttons. Yeah. Just like dude. The day Harson was hired, uh, Gus Malzahn was owed twenty one million four hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. So let's add that up. You got forty and, million dollars. And Kevin Steele. Kevin, Steel, Kevin Steele was owed four point one million. Chad Morris was owed $1.47 million. Rodney Gardner was owed uh, $275,000. I love Rodney Cody Gardner. Burns was owed $425,000. I really it, thought they were going to retain Kevin Steele. I mean, it, it just yeah. goes it, on it, and on it, and yeah, on it, and on. Being the defense coordinator, he had been at so many, been in NFL. Uh, he was with me, the Carolina Panthers, linebacker coach, great coach. Um, great personality, great recruiter. That's why Saban loved him, brought him to Alabama. He could be a coach, right? Oh yeah, he's got, he's got I mean, definitely got the temperament and the personality and the uh, the work ethic to do it. No doubt about it. And a defensive minded guy. And something tells me that if Brian Harson, he, he's at a point now where he would never say this, but do what you got to do. I mean, it's not because of the eighteen million dollars, but because he's tired of putting up with Auburn's crap. Yeah, I'm tired of being how you know. I, I hear this family thing. Are you part of the Auburn family? You're all part of this family kind of thing. It's a small college railroad track with the. Water tower and the whole nine of the good-looking co-eds and this, that, and the other. We're all part of this family. And ever since he's been there, they've been trying to push him out. So That family's I, I, father I, I is Ed O'Neill. I can't get over this Gus Malzahn. So it was $21,450,000. <laughs> oh. Auburn had to pay half of that within 30 days of when Gus was fired. And then he got four annual installments <laughs> of, of the remaining part of the contract, of the remaining $10,725,000. So he that means he is still getting uh roughly uh what three and a half million annually from Auburn after getting ten point seven million to go away. Talking about winning I mean, the lottery. That's not a good look 
period when you hire a guy unless he's done something egregious. And it's got to be really egregious to get fired after one year when you're a guy like Brian Harson who has a great track record out west. That just is a really – I don't – they are quickly becoming a, a college, even in the SEC, that people don't want to be hired at because they don't know what they're going to get. Who's, That's a good point. Whose backside do you need to kiss to get happiness there? Alan Green, if, if he is – I mean uh, – uh, if today is his last day, if he's you're saying, he, I mean, I know yeah. he resigned, but thirty first. Yeah. What I, I saw that story earlier, um, so I don't know if that's he's going to stay till the thirty first, which is just what a couple of days away or a few days away, um, or he's leaving now. But I, I get it. I mean, if I was him, I, I, if you're not willing to extend my contract, I'm an AD. I look at what I've done, look at what I've you know accomplished in other sports besides just football. But if you're, he's got to look out for himself as well, absolutely, and his family and, and, and opportunities that may be out there that he can. Go get, and uh, that shows no confidence. And for your I, I, did, I, I agree with you, and, and and to go along with that, the UAB football interim coach, mm-hmm. we're going to look at the end of the season and make our decision. No, no, you you've hired me now. You've entrusted me for this entire football season. Chris, yeah. I should be your head coach. Yeah. You want to fire me at the end of the season? It's fine, but this whole this whole thing where interim. Yeah, first of all, the added pressure is unbelievable. Green Green resigned today. He's gone. Okay. Yeah, I love Brian Vincent. He's great. I, I, I love too. Bill Clark. I mean, I, I hate that Bill's, Bill's gone. But I am too. I think he's going to do great. Great. Uh, and, and even we've had Steve Irvine was with us the other day talking yeah. about just the different, a little bit of a different culture, a little bit different attitude about, you know. And, and again, you get the defense and offensive guys that do think differently mm-hmm. um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But um, he, I think Brian's got a great chance. You remember Jimmy Fuller? Yeah, oh, yeah. Do Man, I remember? God rest his soul. <laughs> I mean, of course you do. He's my uh, office line coach. On, on, the, on the sled with the yeah. Salem hanging out of his mouth. All cussing, the time. Cussing like. Uh, yeah, we just let the music. He was not once, <laughs> yeah. but twice the interim coach right. at the University of Alabama. Yeah. And I was talking to him one day. He says, I've given myself my own nickname. I said, what's that? He said, my name is Interim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great guy. Uh, I miss him. Jay and I were doing a show together when Nick Saban got his $4 million a year. Do you mm-hmm. remember the phone calls we took from oh, yeah. sensed fans at $4 million a year? Yep. And earlier this week, obviously, he got his $11.7 million extension plus bonus as it goes through 2029. I want to ask you guys on the other side, what do you think Nick Saban is worth annually a lot at more the University that. of Alabama? And I, <laughs> and you, because you're a, if you're a billion-dollar company, it doesn't mean your best salesman should make $100 million. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm asking business sense, what do you think Nick Saban's worth? I'd love to get your thoughts. Alright, we'll do it. Coming up on the other side, stay with us live from AVX. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX. How doers get more done. Save up to $1,201 on this Samsung bespoke refrigerator at the Home Depot. Offer valid August 25th through September 14th. See store or online for details. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight will maintain the chance of a few passing showers or thunderstorms. The high today, 83. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 